Today on Rotten Righteous, we asked the question, how could you guys do this to me? Welcome to Rotten or Righteous, and I'd like to buy a Valpat. Rotten or Righteous is an entertainment review show that focuses on faith-based media. Every week, we either introduce or review a faith-based movie and rate it on our scale. If it rates 1 to 5, the movie is rotten, bad, yucky. However, if the movie scores between 6 and 10, then the movie is righteous, good, yummy. But before we get into that, we here at Rotten or Righteous have set aside a portion of time at the top of the show to discuss a news story that's affecting millions of lives across the globe. In an effort to stay up to date and keep our listeners informed, we move on to a segment that is called Supremely Thoughtful and Useful Information Delivery, or S-T-U-P-I-D for short. Today's news story comes to us from NBC writer Cowan Rosenblatt and is especially breaking as it was written in September or on September 15th, 2019. So the name of this clip is Supremely Thoughtful and Useful Information Delivery. Yes, Scott. <clears throat> so it's not stupid, it's steward. Yes, it is. There was a P in there at one point. <laughs> Supremely Thoughtful. And Useful Information and useful. Delivery. <laughs> Make stupid? Which, you know what, let's be honest though. The fact that the P's not in there goes great with the segment. <laughs> no, it was personal information delivery. That's where the oh, P went. Okay. Uh, it was a typo on myself, and I've been copying and pasting this for like the last four weeks. Who looks stupid now? <sighs> Me. I look stupid. All right, let's get back to the story. The headline reads, California woman dreamed about eating engagement ring. Woke up to find she really did. <laughs> Oh, how does she know? Every time she opened her mouth, she heard a jingle <laughs> from inside of her inside of her belly. She'd be like, "Honey, listen to this." She'd open her mouth, and she you'd just hear very faintly <laughs> from inside. And what the husband heard was cha ching, 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 cha ching. I, I think for the first time, the uh, the acronym STUPID really does fit the victims in this story, or the perpetrators, depending on whose side you take by the end of the story. On Tuesday, Jenna Evans was on a high-speed train that was racing down the tracks, her fiancé by her side, when some, quote, bad guys appeared. She said there was only one way to protect her 2.4-carat diamond engagement ring. Swallow it. So that's what Evans did. I popped that sucker off, put it in my mouth, and swallowed it with a glass of water. Evans said in a Facebook post. Then she woke up. Evans was relieved on Wednesday morning that the whole episode had just been a dream. 
a vivid, bizarre dream that she told the Today Show was very James Bond. That is, until she realized her engagement ring was no longer on her finger. Evans, who has a history of sleepwalking, soon realized that while the bad guys and the high-speed train had all been her snoozing subconscious, the consumption of her engagement ring was not. <laughs> I love this story, and the more I read it, I love it more. <laughs> Could you pass the salt, please? Well, it, it just reminds me of that joke where, you know... There's a, a guy who dreams he's eating a giant marshmallow and then he wakes up in the morning to find his pillow's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one. But a, but a decent pillow only costs, you know, 50, 60 bucks. We're talking about a 2.4 carat diamond engagement ring. That's I a mean, big ring. Kelsey's is only 0.1 carat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be afraid if I got up in the middle of the night and started doing stuff like this, what I would do. Like, I might go out and murder somebody. Well... Well, there's a comedian, Mike Berbiglia, who wrote an entire book because he has terrible sleepwalking. So much, in fact, that he had to invent a sheet that holds him in bed because he was on the second floor uh, of a hotel one time as a, at a gig. And he got up and sleptwalked and ran out the window, <laughs> through the window of his hotel room and ended up in like critical condition in the hospital. That'd be horrible. I have heard of people using that as like a defense for um, after being charged with murder. But this woman, if she's See, I don't, if she's if she's being that. chased by bad guys, like she might shoot one of them. She's gonna shoot her husband in bed. Well, the only thing she cared about was to get that big rock somewhere where the bad guys could not. Which is really dumb if you think about. Listeners, please, if you're ever on a high speed train in a James Bond movie style escapade unfolds in front of you. The dumbest thing you can do is swallow the most valuable thing on your person. Because they, if they're coming into the train to take your valuables, and then you're like, ha, my valuable is in my belly. Okay, that's great. You're coming with us now. Oh, look at that. You went from having your ring stolen to being kidnapped. Why would you tell them it's in your belly? I would. I have no doubt, as we can continue on with this story, that this woman would have told them. <laughs> I'd have just this cut her open right there. Put a like pulled a sharpie out of her bag and just wrote on her shirt, "Hey, ring, ring inside," with an arrow pointing down at her gut. <laughs> this is a very historic. Um, this is a great historic precedent for swallowing your jewelry. I was studying the destruction of Jerusalem the other day, and all the people were trying to run out of Jerusalem and eat their gold before they left, because then the Romans would steal it. But you know what the Romans did when they caught them? They figured it out, and then they just started cutting all the people open. Yeah. When I woke up, there was no ring on my finger, Evans told today. I couldn't help but laugh at it. And then I had to wake my fiancé up and tell him that I swallowed my engagement ring. Talk about a terrible wake-up call. <laughs> hey, hey, Zach, 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 wake up. Yeah. What's going on? Zach's... I ate my engagement ring. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the story continues. Evan said on Facebook she had to Google if adults often swallowed rings. It turns out children more commonly do. You have to Google that? You had to Google whether or not adults swallow rings? Haven't and you ever you done something stupid and you go to Google to make yourself feel better that maybe somebody else has done it as well? 
And what did she find out? That she is on the same mental capacity uh, <laughs> level as a toddler. And are you being she's, I cannot, serious I, that she was on the Today Show? 2019 was a pretty slow year, considering. We didn't know what was happening in the next few few months leading up to 2020. It's true. I wish we could go back to this being on the news and that was I, it. I mean, it's like me going outside and picking a dandelion in May and calling now, up NBC. Hold on a second, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, but this was probably during the Hoda segment, you know, where all the serious journalists go home at like 8 o'clock and then it's just like winos that come and take over the Today Show for the second hour. That's true. Kathy and Hoda, yeah. They talk about absolutely nothing. And Evans was also surprised to learn that her consumption of pennies and dimes were also not normal things adults did, but were common for children. I made that up, but she's trying to protect her valuables, Zach. She can be like one of those changing changes. <laughs> okay, I, I don't believe that this is the first time she's done something like this. It says she slept walk before. I mean, you could dump a bowl with change in her mouth and out comes a hundred dollar bill. You, you remember you would. You, are, you, are you comparing? Are you so hold, on, hold on a second. I want to make sure we get this joke across because it's actually good. For you can. Are you comparing this young Evans woman with a change star machine? Yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Evans went to an urgent care where doctors decided against letting the ring pass naturally through the 29-year-old system, and instead referred her to a gastroenterologist. A gastroenterologist promptly performed an upper endoscopy, which is the insertion of a small camera and device down someone's throat. Evans wrote that she began to cry as she signed the release forms for the upper endoscopy, fearing that she would die during the procedure and not get to fulfill a different dream, marrying her fiancé, Bobby Howe. And then... Evans said, I waited a long time for that expletive-deleted engagement ring, and I will marry Bobby Howe, expletive-deleted. You have a potty mouth. This is what happens when you sleep in the same bed with your fiancé before you're married. Ooh. That's what I got out of this story. Doctors found the engagement ring in Evans' intestines, just beyond her stomach. Evans said her fiancé returned the ring to her on Thursday. Oh, no. So there was a period of time where this ring was removed from this woman's stomach, given to the fiancé, and then he kept it. Did he, like, go through a proposal again? All she said was, Bobby finally gave my ring back this morning. I promise not to swallow it again. And he gave me a sippy cup and let me watch Little Baby Bum all morning. Was that a chicken? Did I just hear a chicken? <laughs> yes, you just heard a chicken. Are you raising chickens, Luke? <laughs> no, they live. They walk around the streets here. They're everywhere. They literally just walk around wherever they want to go. It's, it's so go. so like anytime you want a chicken. Oh my gosh! I just I just read I just read the bottom line of this story, and it just gets so much better at the end. I hope. In hindsight. Okay, so Bobby finally gave me my ring back. I promise not to swallow it again. And we're still getting married, and all is right in the world, Evans wrote. Barring any further 
Midnight Snacking, Evans and Howe plan to get married in May of 2020. Oh, interesting. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> Somebody needs to look this up and see if she actually got married. I know, I kind of think he left. He was like, this woman, I can't can't do it. Eventually, you got to go and go, okay, I'm dating a, a four-year-old in a 29-year-old woman's body. <laughs> you are correct. I ate my engagement ring. Moving on to our next segment. This week, we let the people who like the Rotten Righteous Facebook page decide between what of two movies we should watch. The first film was a critically acclaimed DreamWorks animated retelling of Moses titled The Prince of Egypt. And, you know, when when that's up for the vote, I don't think it's even necessary to mention the other one. Because who in the world would vote for that other option instead of The Prince of Egypt? I mean, I didn't even look at the results yet. Because I know there is no way that The Prince of Egypt did not win. But Scott... I tell you, I'm a man that does things by the book. So, uh, just give me one quick second here. I don't want you to look. I really don't. It's basically the best movie ever that DreamWorks ever put out. It's almost as good as The Saint. Let me pull it up. And the poll winner is... No! No! (laughs) No! No! I quit! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh. All right, now that he's gone, let's get on with the podcast. <laughs> Where did he go? I don't know. No! <laughs> oh. Uh. Hi, everybody. This is Zach from the Editing Bay. Um. After about an hour of crying and uh, pleading, um, Scott and Luke finally convinced me to come back. So, there's that. Welcome back. The winner of last week's poll decided that our next film that we are going to be reviewing is Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Can I see your official Why? poll results? Why would people do this to me? Oh, really? Nobody. I likes just you. had to watch. Oh, I just had to watch the Masked Saint. Good movie. Which I was just good. had to. It, it, it was certified rotten. Okay, fine. Joseph in the the amazing multicolored house coat, whatever. According to Wikipedia, Joseph in the amazing Technicolor dream coat. Often known as just Joseph, is a musical comedy with lyrics by Tim Rice and music by Andrew Lloyd Webber. The story is based on the coat of many colors from the Bible's book of Genesis. This was the first Lloyd Webber and Rice musical to be performed publicly. The show, oh goodness, great, this is the best news I've heard all day. The show only has a few lines of spoken dialogue. It is almost entirely sung through. 
It's a family-friendly story. Familiar themes and catchy music have resulted in numerous stagings. Now we will be watching the 1999 British direct-to-video film version of the 1972 Andrew Lloyd Webber musical of the same name. And again, it is a sung-through musical film. As mentioned before, this was the first musical composed by popular Broadway composer Andrew Webber, whose other notable works include Jesus Christ Superstar, Cats, The Fan of the Opera, and School of Rock. On that list, literally the only good thing I just read was School of Rock. What? Phantom of the Cats, Opera? Ca- Cats is an abomination. <clears throat> Phantom of the Opera was played out the third time it was ever shown. Bravo! Bravo! Christine! Bravo, Christine! <laughs> this is quite possibly the oh. most depressing segment we've ever done. Oh, and just to put the cherry on top of the depressing, I don't want to do this anymore, Sunday. It stars Donny Osmond in a <laughs> titular role. What? You know, I had hope after you said, I've never seen this movie. I had hope after you said Andrew Lloyd Webber, because he's done a lot of great stuff. But Hey, chances are, Luke, you're going to love it, because I hate it. You are going to have the time of your life watching this movie. You're going to be like, you know what, this is the greatest thing since I thought The Wrestler was amazing. Probably. The Saint this was blows The Wrestler out of the like water. This. Or The Saint, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For all of our fans out there, we did not review The Wrestler. We reviewed The Saint. <laughs> I know. I keep trying to, to push that. For all of our fans out there, we did not review The Saint. We reviewed The Masked Saint. That's true. Oh, yeah. But we did not review The Wrestler. I'm about to send you guys a link to the the trailer. I'm excited about this. Of course you are. We'll be back in a minute to talk about this abomination. disturbed by that but also very intrigued you're not getting out of this one luke i feel a little sick i might be sick listen luke i've already tried to think about it 300,000 different ways how i could get out of next week 
Truth is, none of us are. I'm going to come prepared with all the positives about this movie. Of course you are. Why wouldn't you? I'm a positive, optimistic person. Okay, Luke, we just finished watching the trailer for Joseph in the OK raincoat. <laughs> um, the OK raincoat? I, I really want to say Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat as few times as humanly possible. <laughs> Understood. What are, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, my thoughts? Uh, well, I've never seen this before, and it's about the Bible, which you could clearly tell from the trailer. And so um, there was also, you know, The Masked Saint didn't let me down, and there were tights in that movie, and there appeared to be a lot of tights in the trailer for this movie as well. So I'm going to I'm gonna say it's probably going to be Certified Righteous. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> The Masked Saint was not certified righteous. It should have been. Oh, it wasn't? It's, yeah, I just I just locked it away in my mind as certified righteous. I didn't like to tell people to watch it. Oh, uh, wow. So what part of it was biblical, do you think? Uh, there was a guy named Joseph, <laughs> and it looked like he got thrown down a hole. That was the... That was the part I enjoyed the most. I'm looking at it going, wow, they really <laughs> threw him into a pit. Oh. Anytime Donny Osmond gets thrown into a pit, it's a good day for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, at this point, we have to give it a six because it's watchable and we have to watch it. No, we don't have to give it a six, Scott. So we don't have to watch it? No, you have to watch it, but based on this trailer, do you want to watch no. it? That's what this is all about. The, the, the no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch this. I really wouldn't. <laughs> I never. Why? Who just started playing the podcast in the middle of recording a podcast? <laughs> it's me. Hey, Luke, could you hurry up and hit your mouse? <laughs> help, help a brother out here. Are you listening to the podcast while we're recording the podcast? <laughs> I was trying to look for the scale. I meant to write the scale down this week, and I've been a little... Uh, no, I would not watch this movie, uh, <laughs> this musical, this show. Um, but why, Scott? Why wouldn't you watch I, it? What, 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 what stuck out to you to say, you know what? You're a kid of the, the 70s and 80s. You were around when, when Donnie was a big thing. Why, why don't you want to see Donnie in action? Why did Donnie have a lay on at the end of the uh, at the end of the trailer? That's just one of the many mysteries we're going to have to discover next week, isn't it? And then also that woman smoking a cigarette that had the real long extender. What uh, do they actually the Cor- the Corella Deville? That, yeah, yeah. Did they actually have those back in Joseph's time? I mean, do you suppose probably? Do you suppose Potiphar's wife came in and said, I, "Hey, Joseph, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna so, give the." Uh, I'm going to give the trailer a five. Uh, I'm not ready to call it righteous. It's the highest rotten without being righteous, and we'll see what happens. I, I've never... Why? I love musicals. Uh, I've watched several musicals. Name, name, name three musicals. Oklahoma. Besides Joseph. Oklahoma. Tecumseh. Okay. Uh, Tecumseh is not, not a musical. Tecumseh. Honey in the Rock, and also Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Honey in the Rock? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great. Honey in the Rock. Honey in the Rock. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the musical Sugar and the Twig? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to give it a five. 
I'm so, I'm not looking forward to this. To see Donnie Osmond shirtless with a lay on, why? For what purpose? Come on. Donnie Osmond shirt with a lay on is the least worst thing about that trailer. (laughs) It's the one that bothered me the most. What was a bad thing that you saw about that trailer, Zach? I've got, I wrote down a couple things. The it, it it seems to go back and forth between we want to dress somewhat reminiscing of uh, Bible times. But is it even and, close? Hey, let's all go ahead and just have a 70s psychedelic fever dream for just a little bit. <laughs> I saw a man in the background dancing with a cod piece. Didn't enjoy that. <laughs> I saw some guy... Heavy set portly guy that reminded me of the penguin early in the trailer. What was that about? Uh, and, and I got a real creepy vibe from from old Donnie when he's uh, he's like on his knees singing to all them kids. Why are all those kids there? I know why all those kids are there because th- this musical frames it around. Uh, in the beginning, they're all teachers at a school. The kids? And no, the 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 Donnie Osmond is a is a teacher at this school. And Potiphar is a teacher, and his Potiphar's wife. And then, for some reason, they all just start singing about Joseph, and the kids turn into the the Tabernacle Choir. Well, I've been looking forward to watching another movie on biblical example. This is Listen. probably just a little bit of biblical interpretation. I mean, they did this in the Chosen. I'm sure yeah. they'll do a good job here. Yeah, <sighs> this movie's gonna be bad. I already know it's bad. I'm giving it a one, a preemptive one, wow. and be prepared for next week for another one as we go through this stupid thing scene by scene. I feel like you're already biased. I mean, you haven't... You oh, haven't I am already biased. No, listen, I gave everyone a fair chance to pick the actual good movie, Joseph, or, 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 or the, the Prince of Egypt. But you brought this upon yourself, America. And how would and everybody and... not have known that they didn't pick the Prince of Egypt? <laughs> Okay, Mr. first of all, everyone, I, I am I'm 100% sure that the people voted because for some reason. To irritate you? <laughs> ir- me irritated is entertaining and humorous it to is. people. It's hilarious. I don't understand why. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's the only reason why we survived the, the Poupinay fiasco <laughs> of episode 9. <laughs> oh, so you give it a 1. I gave it a 5, which I think I overranked it. But anyway, Luke, what'd you give it? Um, a ten. <laughs> Which sets it at what? A six? It sets. It no, I want you to justify your ten. Okay. First of all, I don't. Because you're I, not being honest. You're just being combative. No, I am not being combative. I don't have a. You watched this spirit. thing and said this is the greatest trailer I have ever seen in my life. Because that's what a ten means. All right. I guess I'll bump it down a few. I'll give it a I'll give it a, I'll give it a six. <laughs> I don't want to prejudge it too hard because it's about the Bible, you know. I like the I like the Bible, and um, don't let him bully you. There's I, what's that? Don't let him bully you. Oh yeah, I know. Oh wow! So so today we got a a score of four. Ah, uh, that seems about right. I'm confident that'll come up. So, Luke, you gave it a six. Scott, you gave it a five, and I gave it a one. Now we're going to move on to our final segment of today, and that's where we go through some of the trivia that was posted about the movie. 
some of the trivia that was posted about the movie on IMDb. We're just going to go through these one by one, and then we are going to ask the question, does this make our rating or our desire to see this movie go up or go down? The first piece of trivia is this. Although the DVD was passed as exempt from classification, or as we call it, uh, uh, unrated, in the UK, its depictions of biblical characters smoking and drinking before an audience of schoolchildren rendered the decision controversial. In one scene, Joseph politely declines the offer of a cocktail. Hey Luke, what does that do to your score? Well, that makes it go up, for sure, because, first of all, he turns down the alcohol. Although the English-language Bible describes it as a coat of many colors, this was actually the result of a, translator's, of a translator replacing the original expression with one he devised. In fact, it is not known exactly what jo made Joseph's coat so special. Perhaps it bore the colors of his clan. This is actually true. I did not know this until today. Well, this musical just taught me about the Bible, so... No, That's it didn't. Plus one. The, no, no, the Bible took, or they took the Textus Receptus and the King James as gospel instead of doing their own research. <laughs> the ESV Study Bible says uh, in, in Genesis 37, Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his sons because he was a son uh, of his old age, that he made him a robe of many colors. But then there's a footnote that says, See Septuagint, Vulgate, or Syriac, a robe with long sleeves. The meaning of the Hebrew is uncertain. And then in the footnotes, that is, uh, the, the Hebrew expression used to denote this cloak is used elsewhere only of a garment worn by King David's daughter Tamar in 2 Samuel 13 and 18. The actual design of the cloak is uncertain. Uh, the translation here is based on an understanding of the, Sam, or the Septuagint translators of of poikolos or poikolos uh, meaning many colors but it's not found in some of the older other manuscripts uh, the alternative is a robe with long sleeves so he could have just had a nice long sleeve robe and i wouldn't have known that if that hadn't been for this movie no you wouldn't have known that unless i read imdb's trivia to you this movie's not going to come out and say my robe was long sleeved that'd be a very short song plus one so now, so now even the title's unbiblical. Now I'm back to negative one. You can't go into the negatives. Ah, uh, does nothing for me. The original costume for Joseph in the jail scene was supposed to be an adult diaper, but the producers thought it took away from the serious and emotional scene. See, this is where I disagree. There is nothing more serious or emotional than a grown Donny Osmond in an adult diaper. I mean, was it going to be Which like I a think... loincloth or a literal depends, Luke? That's going to be a, a neutral neutral point for me. Many consider Joseph to be Donny Osmond's hottest role ever due to his long, luscious hair and passionate brown eyes. I'm going to have to go with a... Uh, that's going to be a negative one for me. Yeah, I'm still at one. Scott? Still at five. I think I'm at a seven. Anything else you guys want to say about this movie? Looking forward to it? It's going to be a yes. great time. I, you know what? I, am, you I am looking forward to it. We're optimistic I'm on a, this side. I'm going to buy each one of you a copy of the soundtrack. Just so you can take these songs wherever you go. You just sit there and think about old, old Don Don. I might lead them in worship on Sunday. I may go forward the only on part Sunday. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I think I'm going to go shower when we're done and then go forward on Sunday. I just I feel dirty tonight. 
<laughs> Why? I don't know. It's a G-rated, kid-friendly mu- musical. Uh, you know what? And that's probably something that I really need to remember when I watch this, uh, that it's a kid-friendly movie. I, I don't know. I can't wait to see the, the baker come out in a great big baker's hat. Nothing says <laughs> nothing says kids' movie like luscious hair and passionate brown eyes. Oh. Well, that's going to do it for us today. <laughs> like us on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash rottenerrighteous. Follow us on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or SoundCloud. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a quick review and five stars. It really helps us reach a larger audience. Please, if you like the show, tell someone about it and encourage other people to listen. If you have a suggestion for a movie, television show, or anything really faith-based that you want us to review, or if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach us at RottnerRighteous at gmail.com or Facebook Messenger. Please visit the new RottnerRighteous.com to see what's going on there. Also, if you haven't already noticed, stay tuned just a bit after the closing music where I put a piece of funny or outtake that had to be cut from the main show. Thank you for listening, sharing, and supporting our show. For Scott and Luke, I am Zach Geiler, and this has been Rotten or Righteous. And real quick before we go, hey, Scott, what do you call Hippie's wife? I don't know, Zach. Mississippi. <laughs> Lord willing and the creek don't rise, we will talk to you all again next week. Until then, remember to say your prayers and obey your parents. I'll just stop this recording now. Here, let me read this to you about Pagliacci just real quick. A powwow just rock it out, finger poppin' to the break of dawn. Keep it rockin' like the stuff we call maze. What that? Hop out of popcorn. You just hip a hop a dip a bop a bang the boogie. Woogie bet you want a boogie again. And you can put me to test at your request and I'll rock you out of your moccasin. <sighs> Beautiful. I'm so confused. <laughs>